0: Much for downloading the episode on the show today we wonder whether or not we are good or bad influences on people and with the revelation that DJ Khalid does not provide certain services to his wife we have a very lengthy discussion about oral sex that along with Paula's world and your huggly and awkward moments of the week enjoy the show
1: It's another uncensored look at the world around you, from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Never trust a man who won't eat your pussy. Paula? If they're going to do it, they just have to go, Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth.
0: Welcome to The Ugly Truth. It is episode 276. Ah. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. I'm Jamie and this is Paula and we're here to talk to you about whatever we feel like talking about. Today, I wanted to say, Daryl and I were having a discussion. I don't even remember what it was specifically, but you know, Daryl is a good guy. He's always been a good guy. He's never been the trouble, you know, when you're kids, there's always that one friend who's always getting you in trouble or trying to get you in trouble. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, we were having a chat about something and I don't really remember specifically what we were talking about, but I said, I never had a friend who my parents or other friends said was a bad influence. One of the reasons is because my best friends for most of my life have been my sisters. And so we all kind of have the same train of thought. But when I was in my late, like 18, 19 through 22, 23 When I was dating my son's father, we thought we were going to get married and it didn't work out. A lot of my friends were dating his friends and one of them even married one of his friends. And so interestingly, though, is that all of them agreed that I was the bad influence and that they did not want me hanging out with them. And so because of that, a lot of those girls ceased to be my friend They said that I was a bad influence and I never to this day can't understand it. I never understood it. Because I've never had someone say, you know, that girl's a bad influence on you. You shouldn't hang out with her. And what I realized was, it's because I was the one, <laughs> I was the bad influence.
1: You're the bad influence.
0: I'm the bad influence. And I'm like, what did I do, though? Because I don't remember getting anyone arrested or making him, you know, snort cocaine in a bathroom or go do stuff illegal. Or that's what I'm thinking about bad influences. But Daryl and I were talking about it. Remember, I told you we got really hammered a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm are the kind of discussions we have outside of trying to find willie nelson tickets (laughs) we're always talking about deep discussions about things and i said it's weird because i never thought that i was making them do anything bad you know i wasn't trying to get them to cheat on their boyfriends or do anything like that i just wanted to have fun you know i wanted to go to concerts and you know hang out and do girl stuff and whatever and they, their boyfriends were just like, fucking no, you are not doing anything with that girl. And I never realized it was me. <laughs> I thought it was an unfair label, personally. We were so young. We were supposed to go do stuff, right? Right. And Daryl's like, well, you know what? If they had been smarter, they would have recognized that a man shouldn't keep them down and that they should be able to do whatever they want and trust their girlfriends. And I said, yeah, that is true. But that this was also a time when A lot of girls my age were getting married super young. You know, I was in a wedding. uh, This one girl who married um, this guy that we were all friends. She might have been 21. I mean, maybe. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if they're still married or not. That's kind of not the point. But settling down really early was kind of the trend back then. And I was bucking the trend. I wanted nothing to do with getting married at that age. I wanted to live life and... All that. So I'm wondering if that's if it was more like she's a bad influence because she's trying to keep you from doing what we naturally want to do. Could be. So I don't know if that's it or not, but it was just funny. Just like I know you don't relate because you do tend to uh, struggle with getting over people when you're Mm -hmm. in a relationship. I've never had that problem. And I think it's because I'm broken and dead inside a lot. Could be. But that song, the Kenny Chesney song, You and Tequila. Yes. I love that song. I do, too. It's one of my most favorite songs of all. And I actually, it's funny because there's a couple of songs that Kenny Chesney does that I like, and I'm not even like a huge fan of his, but those particularly the songwriting is really good. And I said, I never really relate to the song, but I really love it. And then someone said, well, that's because you're the tequila. You're the tequila. And I went, oh, (laughs) I get it. It always makes me laugh, though, when those things happen. But I mean, has anybody called you a bad influence?
1: After I've been drinking, mm. yes, mm. I've been told that I have bad ideas. but mostly <laughs> Are they though? The bad influence, I'm a, I'm a bad influence on myself. I don't encourage people to follow me necessarily, <laughs> right. But when I tell them what I'm going to do, then they do follow me more or less <laughs> to either watch. Or or to save you. Or to try and stop me. Uh Ah. I guess you can say I am a bad influence on myself. I will say this. Every group of sisters is different. Our tribe,
0: uh, me, you, Stephanie, and Allison, our childhood, our relationships with each other and our parents and whatever has had created a certain thing that I don't think I've ever seen in any other group of sisters. There's a lot of jealousy. Uh, people wanna be that be us or be like us. They wanna be a, they wanna be an Ug. Right. And especially when they see it happening. Mm-hmm. When you're in our presence, when the four of us are together, it is a force to be reckoned with. And I am not bragging. I'm just saying that's just that's just the way it is it's for true. some reason. It's true. But I do think that there are other if there are other people who have multiple sisters and you guys are each other's best friends, I'm sure it's the same. I'm sure of it but (laughs) we are the bad influence together collectively we are brave we give zero fucks we go out and have fun and we don't care about anything else we just go and do our thing which is i think why it's so attractive Mm -hmm. and so when i would venture out occasionally with someone who wasn't my sister just a girlfriend it was a bit overwhelming and i think that's what it is is that we're such a dominant force when we're doing stuff that's fun that when you include someone who wasn't like us it's a little intimidating and i'm wondering if that's what it is because when the four of us get together even just the three or two of us it's like a whole it's a it's a next level ball game anything we do is epic and we don't even try right right and i'm not i'm not bragging
1: no it's just it's just how we operate when we're together
0: I mean, I can recall some stories. I did not go on this trip, but I recall some stories of the time that the three of you went to Vegas.
1: Oh, God. Exactly. (laughs) That's my point. Enough said. (laughs) Enough said.
0: That's exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) Or the time we celebrated your birthday. Yeah. Just going out, you know, and me having to make the call to our mother to let her know that you had been drugged. Yeah. (laughs) Stuff like that. So when I was thinking about the this bad influence thing, I was thinking, yeah, I don't think it's that. It's just, it's intimidating to see that kind of force out in the wild. Like, one of my most favorite memories is when we went to the gay, uh, the gay bar here. There was one, now there's more than one, but back then there was only one gay bar that you could go to. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time I went. But I think you and Stephanie had been before. And you're like, no, we're going. Mm -hmm. And it was like midnight. And we show up. The four of us show up. We got flashed by the dancing transvestite. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I got picked up on by the woman that looks like the chick from The Orange is the New Black. Mm -hmm. The the yuppies in the corner. (laughs) The dudes in the corner. That for some reason didn't even appear. It didn't even appeal to us that they might be gay. (laughs) We just expected that they were not. Stephanie lost 50 bucks in the co-ed toilets. Oh, God. Remember that? Yes. All of it. It, And then all the dancing rooms. I mean, it was so fun. It was fun. It was so fun. And all I could think of back then was, I feel like we found our home because we are not overwhelming here. We're just like everybody else here. It's awesome. It's like
1: freaks and geeks and weirdos
0: and partying and just good time and free and it was awesome it was one of my most favorite memories crazy music and yeah it was so great but I'm thinking that's kind of how we are though when we're together it's like it is an event wherever we go yeah I love it and I love being that influence yeah I think it's great fun and it doesn't feel like that when we're together by the way I don't feel like things are an event and then suddenly you look back and go god
1: damn I can't believe we survived that you know every time yeah I love it you know what I love even though (laughs) I don't really love it is having someone go down on me I know you don't like it I don't I don't you know why I don't like it I'll tell you Why? why tell me I am so super ticklish Oh, that as soon as they start going down there, I've literally slammed someone's head (laughs) with my knees. Oh, my God. And then, like, just the feel of their breath. Oh, dear. I'm like, oh, God. And I start laughing. Oh, no. Because I'm so sensitive. And so if they're going to do it, they just have to go. Because. I can't stand like the slow beginning because it just, it, it it's too sensitive. <laughs> so That is super funny. Well, every woman's different. That's why I can't do it because it's such an ordeal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not that it's not enjoyable. I mean, it's nice. Yeah. I, I do yes. like it, that, but yeah. I just, it's too, I'd rather just fuck
0: I don't know I just you know now that everyone's pretty open about sexual things you know it's not it's not as embarrassing as it once was and I told you when I was younger and I was my first real adult job a girl there we were walking and she was pretty free and I really admired her because I lost my virginity kind of late Mm -hmm. later And so I had only been with like one or two guys. And so she obviously had had some experience. And she said, Jamie, never trust a man who won't eat your pussy. And I said, "Okay." And she goes, I'm not kidding. I just dumped a guy the other day. After three dates, he wouldn't go down on me. And I'm like, bye. Because she goes, there's something wrong with a guy who won't do it. And those words came to my mind when I read about DJ Khaled. He's married. I believe they have children. yeah they have one child his wife is beautiful of course now this statement the statement that he made was made a few years ago he didn't just make this statement so this is this is something that he's been standing behind for quite a while but the interview just surfaced
1: this these last and couple and they really of weeks. wanted to confirm Mm -hmm. like what he said like is this really true like do you really not go down on your wife and he's just like no i don't go down i really don't go down on her but the king gets what the king wants and she does Mm -hmm. go down on me
0: he's not even good looking
1: like he's gross no i saw a picture of him (sighs) him in the ocean and i was just like god you're a hairy fat (laughs) fuck (laughs) yeah yeah and I mean, and, and his wife is like skinny and pretty and, teeny you know, tiny of course she know. has to, he's famous, you know, right. You can't have a, you can't have a
0: cow if you're going to be famous. Apparently you're not allowed to, you know, be a normal human after having a child or just be getting older. You have to look like a teeny tiny starlet your whole life, no matter how disgusting and fat your husband tends to be. And so of
1: course all Twitter goes crazy. Mm -hmm. And a lot of celebrity guys are just like, Why wouldn't you want to? Right. (laughs) Like Like, that's wrong with you. It makes any sense. Like it's not a bad thing. Like and and most of especially like me in my situation, Mm -hmm. I don't prefer it. And so most of the guys it it's kind of like bothersome. Like I'm preventing them from doing mm. something that they they want to right and so i'm just like sorry did you know i uh, there was a time when um
0: hbo was really into doing those docu-series about whorehouses yeah. yeah you know cat house and there was a couple other real sex type shows yeah and i remember i was fascinated by it because i don't i don't know You know, they're always saying, oh, yeah, teachers come for the summer and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they make all this money and then they go back to their life in, you know, middle of nowhere, Nebraska. And no one is the wiser. And I just first of all, I don't buy that. (laughs) I don't think that's true for most people that work there. But they but what I did glean from that show was that most of the men who go there who are married or in some kind of relationship Their number one request is oral sex. They want to give oral sex because they don't get to in their private life.
1: Really? And so they
0: literally pay to eat it. And I'm thinking, I mean, I don't know how to put, I don't know because, well, first of all, the first time it happened to me, I was like, um, I'm all in on this. (laughs) This is amazing. I didn't even know this was a thing, you know? But I was also very young and I was virginal. So I didn't I didn't think about things that you can do to each other in bed or whatever. And so when that happened, I was like, this is a whole new a whole new world. (laughs) I was like, this is amazing. And Daryl and I have had these discussions when we talk about our previous lives. I said, I have never met. uh, I've never been with anyone who wasn't very eager and willing to perform oral sex on on me anyway, I don't know about anybody else, but for me I've never had that problem. I'm also I'm a reciprocal, so you know, maybe they're grateful. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's just part of it. But yeah. to have a man publicly declare that he will not it's not even that he wants to or not, but he won't because he's a man. He's the king. I'm like, you ain't no king, dude. You ain't no king. Not in my court. Yeah, not- right. Nah. Now, if his wife is like you and yeah. it's just not something she likes to do or wants to do, he could have said that, you know, you could have said, well, look, you know what? we We all have our preferences. But no, this is about him and what he will or will not do with a woman. And so that now, of course, allows him
1: to be, you know, publicly flogged. For his lack of tongue. And why would you even like come out with that? That's the whole thing I don't understand is, you know Did he think he was gonna get backup for that? <laughs> everyone <laughs> be he... like, yeah, alright. Yeah, we hate it. Ew, it's like a sad old man. You know, it's just like it's the worst task ever. And I'm just I know, like, it's like you know what I've been with a <laughs> few putting it like like times five or so. I don't know. Mm. Trust me, it's (laughs) – they like it.
0: Yeah, they do. Try to – how many times have I pushed a head away from my crotch? I can't even count. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not kidding. It's like,
1: I don't know why –
0: All I can say is if you don't like it, if a a man doesn't like it, there's a reason. They had a bad experience. They don't feel skilled. They had a woman who wasn't clean. You know, there's usually an actual experience that prevents them from wanting to do it. And it only takes one. That's the thing. It only takes one.
1: I don't want Victor going to the bunny ranch just to have like, you know, an eat out session. (laughs)
0: Well, I'll, I I think that, first of all, if a, if a man is willing to pay like five grand to eat a pussy, something else is wrong. It's not just that. Yeah, that's there's true. something else going on. We don't on.
1: even have that kind of money. I'd be so <laughs> mad at him. I'd be like, you spent what? <laughs> Do you know what we could have done with that? Jeez. Had, uh, with you could have paid
0: me five grand. I would have dealt with it. I, of course I would have. <laughs> Well, let me just put it this way. As far as oral sex goes, they only call one a job. That's all I'm saying. There's only one that's a job, which to me it's not a job at all. <laughs> I like it. No, I take I take pleasure in performing oral sex to my loved one as well. It is not my number one fave, but I don't I don't go ew, gross, you know. I mean, I'll do it. I like it. I I don't I'm not I'm not forced to nor am I asked. You know, but it's, you know, it's just part of the, part of the menu, part of the buffet, you know? Yeah, it just, yeah. I don't have, I don't have respect for for DJ Khaled for for publicly declaring that he won't eat his wife out. I I find it repulsive that he would, because he says it in a very, like, Her needs aren't her needs in that aspect aren't important because I pay the bills and she has nice clothes and a big ring like that's supposed to compensate for sexual satisfaction. And that makes me irritated beyond just I, I don't care about any of that shit. If 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 what's not happening in the room, I don't care how famous you are. I don't care how rich you are. I know that some women do, but I don't. If, if you're not do- getting it done in the bedroom, I don't give a shit how much money you have.
1: Well, and it's just another way to, I don't know, disgrace her. I guess, or I don't know. It's it feels uh, it feels icky for sure. Well, it just it's like very. Uh, what did the what was the term I read? Someone said he was like very misogynist and.
0: Well, he's his her needs are not necessarily what his needs need to be you know his needs must be met her needs if if that were the case they're not going to be met and she just needs to understand that and get with the program
1: right and then Mm -hmm. I feel like further having the conversation Mm -hmm. it's just continuing to belittle her even more I because know at some point it, and, and he doesn't yeah. care because there's some backlash now.
0: Yeah, because it's like, has anybody even asked her how she feels about this? No, about She's saying this nothing
1: conversation and, you know, no. her their sex life her vagina and you know all yeah. this stuff it's just oh like do you God. know how angry i would be
0: i would be pissed and and he'd be getting the
1: brunt of it for sure
0: right and yeah. be like Although, i mean some of the tweets were really funny it's like oh i see i thought he ate everything i guess not you know because <laughs> you know, he's so large somebody said somebody said that dude's been on a diet for three years and he's lost six pounds what is he doing? What, I, yeah, right. You mean, he's not eating it. What? It's what? like the le- it's the least of the carbs. Yeah, exactly. God, <laughs> the, he should. It's a eaten. weird thing. It's got like low calories. I don't get it, and it's unfortunate that he felt the need to brag. Like that's some kind of like control thing, or I don't even know what he was thinking.
1: I I don't understand people who who brag about just withholding publicly humiliating her. Mm-hmm. And I just, mm-hmm. I don't know why he think that thinks that's okay. And why he has such little respect for her. I know. Right. Yeah.
0: I would never, I mean, we talk about our sex lives and our bodies and all of and our experiences, but I, I can't think of one time where you and I have ever been like disparaging about our lovers or our sex lives. They're good. They're good, but we're also picky, and we're with people who, you know, there's no, there's well, no restraint. I mean, or
1: I, I have been disparaging about some of them, but
0: yeah, but you're also including yourself. It's not like you're just saying they. I did have one god.
1: I, did I this told one guy. you about Quick Draw. We've talked about him many occasions. <sighs> That's true, but you don't name names. No, I don't. No, I would never talk about,
0: I would never name a name. No. And you wouldn't talk like that about someone you're actively having sex with. Never. You would wait. You would, there'd be a cool down period and then we would go to town and talk about how
1: terrible they were. (laughs) No. And he was terrible anyway, because the next morning I kind of was like trying to coerce him into more sex and he'd rather give his dog flea dips. I know. Did he go down on you? He wanted to because he was really into it. Oh, oh he's one of the, he was a, He was orally focused. I think, well, now I know why.
0: Yeah, because he, he knows he was not
1: packing much below. Because <laughs> he knows it wasn't going to last very long. He's like, look, I got to do something. <laughs> you, no, you don't understand. Please let me do this. I'm like, no, this is I, my thing. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't like it. He's
0: like, oh, shit, here we go. He's like, well, here we go. Quick draw. Time to get going and getting out of here in 10 minutes <laughs> yeah exactly did did he yeah so the whole thing it is funny though it's a, on one aspect it's really good because there was a time period when our mom was young where you didn't talk about sex and you just took what they gave you and men didn't do anything but just pump and dump and that was it pretty you much know. and now it's a whole new ball game. Which is, I think is great. I think it's good. Sex is so important with humans, you know, I, and not that this is related, of course, but they, I read a study that humans need touch. They need touch to survive. They did a study that when babies don't get touched, they die. Like literally that important. So people- That's terrible. I know. But so people who hibernate in their house and they have an online life, it's great. But you need humans. You need to talk and touch people. It's important. So and sex is part of that.
1: That's why they made me take off my shirt and lay Olivia on me. Well, I'm like, what? A, why am I doing this? Because you have to bond. They're just you like, it's the- called the kangaroo. And I'm like, no, it's called me being naked and <laughs> you're laying my naked baby on me. It's weird. I'm like, I, can I cover up? Can I have a towel? Can I cover up with a blanket or something? I'm like, God's sake, can I get a you sheet? You know, I mean, I don't mind her on there, but, you know, I've got like 10 people in the room and, you know, I'm not one of those open breastfeeders. I'm just... <laughs> I'm not one of those open people. I realize I'm being sewed up at the moment, but I'm just <laughs> saying... <laughs> I realize you can see my pancreas right now, but can we get a towel for my breast? I <laughs> realize you just had a massive explosion. I'm like, well, look. <laughs> I'm I just realize saying. I look like a inside out of a flower, up, but come on. Up here in the north. I'm just saying. I want yeah, to, all is well up top. I'd like to have a little dignity. <laughs> <laughs> Even though my legs are splayed like a yoga instructor.
0: God. Cover my boobs, please. Yeah, no, it's true. It is true. There is nothing pleasant about that time period, by the way. I just but yes, skin contact is important. So it is good because I think women are are more vocal about what they want in the in the sack. And I mean, and I'm not a big fan of communicating, by the way. I if something
1: hurts, I'll kind of let it hurt for a while. I do, too, because I figure we'll change eventually.
0: Yeah. And I, I know that that's not healthy <laughs> because I'm just like, well, this is either going to do it and I can be done with it or I'm going to have to speak up or like move away or I'm going to have to do something. I'm not a am not good at communicating in bed. I know this. I assume that Daryl knows this. <laughs> I mean, we've been around each other for a while. You know, luckily he is. So that's helpful. But I'm 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 kind of like, I'll just deal with it. I'll just deal with it and eventually something will change like you. I, I yeah. do the same thing. But women are becoming more vocal and more aware of their sexuality. Thank goodness. And you think, oh, yeah, everybody is. But I don't think so. I think it's still kind of new for a lot of people. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I do. I, I don't think, you know, you and I might be a little more in touch with with those types of things because of our show and because of the kind of people we are and our sisterhood, you know, me and you and Stephanie and Allison. We, we were very open about our sex capades and our previous lovers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But we're also sisters. So we share everything. But I don't know if others are like that. Yeah, I don't really know. I'm not sure. I would assume a lot of people are like, well, sex is meant to be private. And I agree. And if you have a really good partner, then it doesn't matter. You, you can do whatever you want. But if you're not sure, you know, sometimes it's nice. That's what sex books are. They've got to be a billion-dollar industry. I mean, look look at all the dildos and crap that's out there. Oh, my God. Speaking of, I went to Goop, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow's website. Yeah. I was curious if she had any new ridiculousness for the vagina. And I would say 50% of the goods she sells is related to sex. It's crazy. I had no idea. Isn't she married now or engaged or something? I think she's engaged to a new person. But it was just crazy. And I'm thinking, I I never realized, I mean, we always make fun of the stuff that she sells for the vagina. So I went to her site and I'm like, man, she sells like glass dildos and all kinds of vibrators and all kinds of organic condoms and stuff. It's like. And I don't even know what that means. I don't know what an organic condom is. What does that even mean? Like, I have no idea.
1: I don't know. Well, is it's it like a lamb thing. skin or something? Or? Probably.
0: Uh, yeah. Organic lambs skinned for your pleasure. <laughs> I'm not sure.
1: Those things but I was smell little... weird, by the way.
0: Lamb skin condoms? Mm-hmm. I've never had one.
1: I've never used one. <laughs> They're kind of gamey smelling. <laughs> <gasps> Just what you need. Yeah, really. I'm like, oh, this is going to put me in the mood. <laughs>
0: God, it's like, what are we, at a farm? A slaughterhouse? Yeah, Where are really? we? What are we doing? My the farmer's <laughs> daughter? <Woo! laughs> it's like, give me some cud. <laughs> Chew some cud. Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. Well, DJ Kyled, you're missing out. And um, I, obviously... Your wife has come to some arrangement because Shh. although a lot of tweets I read, they're like, oh, trust, she's having her pussy eaten. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah. I'm like, probably not, but it's funny anyway. That is funny. So what was the other thing I wanted to talk to you?
1: Oh, we're going to talk about Paula's world. Yes.
0: God, Your son. That
1: little boy is not a little boy. No, he's growing. He's he he's getting huge. He's a giant galoot. He is. He is. So, last weekend was his track and field meet. Mm-hmm. He did the hundred meter dash, four person relay, which is mm-hmm. like around the track, and then he did the shot put. His hundred meter dash didn't go well, only because. He got a, a weird start. Oh. The guy with the gun that uh, shoots the, like, you know, mark, said, go. And then, like, it goes. Ksh. Yeah. He said, on your mark, get set. And then he paused, like, weird oh, for a long time. No. So Ryan was ready to start. And then he's like, oh. So he started going. And then he had to go back. And right. then when they said, then he did the gun. And Ryan was, like, not ready because he oh, had just man. gone back. So, his start was just way off. And so it that just sucks. set him off to a bad start. And so, yeah, that
0: happens sometimes. That's what I
1: told him. And I said, I wouldn't freak out about it. But his nah. shot put was amazing. That's great. So he got third place out of all the sixth grade boys that were there. And there was 21 schools. Woohoo! So, That's awesome. Top three. I know. Can you believe that? Yes, I can believe it. I was super proud of him. Um, yes. We were standing at the beginning of the... 100 meter dash instead of at the end we had to watch uh, the fourth the fifth and the sixth grade boys before you know and Ryan's in sixth grade so we had to watch all of the boys first and it's kind of funny because you know you're watching the fourth grade and they're all little tiny guys and (laughs) so they all start and a couple of them bailed in the beginning you know really because they They just give up they slipped (laughs) no they slipped and you know, some did a somersault and, oh, you know, wow! one kid's glasses fell off and they were really thick. And I'm like, how's he going to oh, see geez. where the kid is? You know? Oh, God. They were yelling, stay in your own lane. Because, you know, oh, towards, you get towards the end, the, the, they were all just in different lanes and... You know how kids are. It's funny to watch. Oh, yes. It was funny to I watch. I would think it's super fun. It was. It was fun to watch. The girls' shot put was really fun to watch. <laughs> oh, the girls? They're like, ah! Yeah, they're they like, get really angry, don't they? And then it's like three feet and
0: five inches. <laughs> Well, you know, upper body strength is, is a learned any. skill. Yeah, you got to build up to that. We don't have any. There are strong women in this world that can do it, but, you know, they have to, you have to work out and, <laughs> right. and do stuff. We mm-hmm. have spaghetti arms as a young girl. It's pretty rare that you're going to get
1: it super work. far. <laughs> we would talk to Ryan. He'd come over and talk to us, like, right before his event started, and then mm-hmm. when his event was over... And in between, because there'd be like an hour or so in between his events, he was yes. off talking to his friends. So, oh, yeah. You don't exist. So it was just me and Olivia hanging out by ourselves. And, you and you're know, like, well, this is fun. We didn't bring chairs or anything. So. Right. We were right. Just well, like standing around. You're new.
0: This is all new for you. It's not like he, you know, this is you're just now beginning the, the, the athletic phase of his of his life. Of his childhood career because even when they do sports, when they're little, you're constantly corralling and feeding snacks and Mm -hmm. taking back to the bathroom. There's really no actual sporting event you're watching. But when they get to the middle school age, that's when the coaches or the, uh, the teachers or whatever are training them like, no, you're here for this event. You will stay with the team. And there will be a break, and you can say hi to your mom or your friends or whatever. But other than that, this is what we're doing, and that's how they train them, right? Because I mean, you know, let's just say that Ryan starts playing football in high school; he's not going to wander over to you in the middle of the game, be like "Hi, hey, mom." Oh. <laughs> I know. So this is how they train them to focus and stay focused. But you know, the around the world track meets are a little different, and those are super fun, by the way.
1: Yeah, they. Have were. you? Did you participate in any? No. I didn't. You never did? Mm-mm. Oh, see, now I did. I wanted to, but... One
0: year, by the grace of God, I qualified for that middle school track meet, the 25-yard dash. Somehow, I probably was chased by a bee. I got qualified to go. And I'm slow. I am not a fast runner. I've never been. I hate it. I've never enjoyed it. But for some weird reason, my body clicked for 25 seconds, and I made it. So dad takes me to the track meet. I'm in the sixth grade, I think. I was a sixth grader. Go to this track meet at the high school. And now I'm in my one event, the 25-yard dash. (laughs) And I'm a little girl surrounded by other little girls from other schools that are twice my height. Their legs are as long as me, and they are very athletic. And the thing goes off and I run and I feel like I'm running as fast as I can. And I mean, I am eating dust. (laughs) I'm so slow. And so I got a participant. I got seventh place and I I think there were eight. And the only reason I didn't get eighth place is because somebody dropped out at the very beginning, like they twisted their ankle or something or pretended they couldn't do it. Kind of like what sounds like the fourth graders did. Right. So I got a baby blue seventh place ribbon. And I walk over and dad is laughing his ass off. (laughs) He is laughing his ass off. I'm like, what is so funny? He's like, you got your ass kicked. (laughs) You got blown out. I'm like, dad, you're supposed to be supportive. He's like, I brought you here. Yeah, right. It's amazing that he did so well, considering the genetics. I'm so happy for
1: him. I'm so happy. So and then the next day here at Elk Grove Park, they have a lot of like festivals and things that go on so they had the western festival going on all right ryan's friend sam called and Mm -hmm. he said him and his family were going and they'd like to know if uh, ryan would like to join them sweet so they picked him up and he was gone for you know you four or five hours you know yeah. doing different things and olivia's like well what are we gonna do <laughs> oh <laughs> you know? god and so i'm like we're gonna do the dishes we're probably gonna you know dad and i have some yard work we have to do i'm like you can help me with that and she's like well wh- what else can we do mm-hmm. and so <laughs> she's she's struggling with the fact that you know she doesn't have like Friends that she can hang out with. I mean, she does have a friend literally up the street from here that yeah. she hangs out with sometimes, but she just hung out with her the weekend before. So I'm just like, no, I don't want you overstaying your welcome. And well, and you know what? Second graders,
0: really outside of school, Unless somebody's watching them after school or there's something of that nature, that's pretty little to be just hanging out all the time. Right. You know what I mean? They're still tiny. I mean, the only time that they can really do that is if they're in a sport or something where they're going to see somebody on the weekends. Right. And-, and even so, I mean, she's just now at the beginning of it. I mean, I know some people throw their kids in and, you know, when they're four or five. I'm not a big fan of that, but... Um, You know, our kids started swimming in second grade. That's when we started doing all the weekend stuff. So she's just right on the cusp. But it's hard because they don't have a long attention span.
1: And that's where she's at. I feel like if I put her in anything right now, I just don't think, not saying that I want her to appreciate it, but I don't think there would be an appreciation For right, like the committing, the learning, or the uh, sense of competition, or you know, you know what I'm saying, like the things that are supposed to be involved. And so that's why I haven't put her in anything since that dance class, because, yeah, you know, the dance class was just like, oh, fun time, you know, and like she wasn't actually focusing on learning anything specifically. Yeah. So I just want to wait a little longer. Plus, you know, Ryan's really just now getting into activities.
0: And once you once you put them in your life is over. You have no private, you have no personal time right now. It's the weekends are driving someone somewhere every day after school or on the weekends at the crack of dawn. And although you're do you'll do it, but once you have two of them in it and their, their age difference is widening dramatically as you speak, it's like, he's off being a teenager now, and now you've got this little one who's just now getting into the idea
1: of doing something outside of just hanging out at home with her mom. And now all they do is fight. Oh, my God. Yeah, because she's pissed. They fight all the time. Yeah, she's pissed off, and he's irritated. He so just, it's like Her existence annoys the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. And then her, you know, she just... Her she just, just likes to poke at him. And well, and she doesn't like being rejected. So she keeps coming back double time. So she'll ask him impossible questions just so that way, oh you God. know, he re- will reply with the answer she knew he was going to say just so she can be angry. <laughs> She's like a little woman. <laughs> <laughs> She's just
0: training. She's training for the day.
1: <laughs> She's ridiculous.
0: You know what? I, you used to you used to get really sad when we all grew up. Because, I mean, I think the age difference between you and Allison is what? Four years. Five, four years. Yeah. yeah. And that's a lot. It is. That's a lot. I mean, she's 14 and you're still 10. Yeah. You know? So I do. And you and I are, are I think, eight, seven or eight, eight years. yeah. And so when I was an adult and you were a kid and it was a completely different thing but i just remember how sad you would get when i would leave for work or if i would go out with my friends or you know boyfriend or whatever and you were stuck at home with mom <laughs> you hated it you were sad all the time you're like why? when did the party end how come the party's ending i just got here you guys i know you know because we all grew up together and you came around and we still did and we got we tortured you mercilessly yes but then we all suddenly out of nowhere grew up and you were left behind with the dog and mom, mm-hmm. and it sucked. I mean, I, that's how Olivia feels. Yeah. You know, not as strongly, but pretty close. I mean, and Ryan is a good big brother. Yeah, he is. But now, you know, he's like, I've got a, I'm, I'm building myself a little life here. I can't not do it. And the, the pull is too strong. You know, his his testosterone is kicking in and he's got to be a dude now. Yeah. It's a cool time, though. I have to say it is cool to watch but when he starts becoming a little asshole, you're going to have to really buckle down and be difficult with him. Yeah. That's when the parenting gets hard. And then Olivia will be like, nee nee niner, you're in trouble all the time. Luckily, he's a good kid. So hopefully he doesn't get any bad influences like like you and I are.
1: Yeah, right.
0: (laughs) Okay, so speaking of family, I did actually get a submission from a friend of mine. She's like, Oh, I want you to tell this ugly and awkward moment. So I said I would. And then I found another one that was somewhat related, family oriented. So let's do our ugly and awkward moments. gathering there's always the awkward human who makes an embarrassing moment for others uh this first one made me laugh because i feel like this is something that would happen to us Mm -hmm. my family went to benihana for dinner which is the japanese Mm -hmm. place the waiter asked us if we had any allergies and my dad blurts out i'm allergic to cats oh god (laughs) because he is he is
1: but to suggest but, that they serve cat at an asian <laughs> but food the restaurant waiter,
0: the waiter just looked at him and with a flat expression said well we don't serve cat here so
1: god that would make me laugh because
0: that's definitely something that one of us would do. well i'm allergic to this i'm allergic to hay i have hay fever does that count because we're smart asses and we're awkward
1: yeah yes that's, that's just like when uh <laughs> when uh, I was first pregnant with Ryan and I was talking to the doctor and Victor had worked all night and then came with me to the doctor appointment which was at like 10 o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. and she was going through the list of you know well, is there any history of like spina bifida and you know like all the genetic disorders they're like what about um, encephalitis and I'm like what's encephalitis and she (laughs) says basically the baby's born without a brain and Victor (laughs) says he's like well there might be some of that on my side of the family <laughs> and she looked over at him and i'm like i'm like he's just kidding i'm like never mind and then like a few seconds later you hear she starts to laugh <laughs> no he starts <laughs> oh he's sleeping oh my god he was, lucid. He, I he, I, lucid i hated him then, that day i'm like god I'm like, you shouldn't have even come <laughs> idiots so i hate you Oh, my God. That's so funny.
0: So not only does he have a lucid thought and then he falls asleep, <laughs> he probably doesn't even remember
1: saying that. <sighs> I I don't even know. That's
0: hilarious. OK, so here's the second one. We're having a family gathering and we're playing hide and seek. So she was younger. Mm-hmm. I was terrible at it. So I hid behind some curtains behind like, you know how family rooms have that one big window that faces the street? Yeah. So I'm hiding behind the curtains and I tried to back myself up because people were going to find me. Yeah. And I butted the window really hard and my butt went through the glass. What? She broke she broke the glass. Oh, my God. With her butt. Well, I'm like, did it shut her? She goes, no, it was just the hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what kind of glass is this? Yeah, Really? The assumption is that there was a crack or a hole there, and they and she just perfectly bat, butt, butted into it. She goes, I do have a big butt, by the way, but so when I butted into it, it made a perfectly round
1: butt hole. <laughs> <laughs> butthole. Butthole. <laughs> and she goes, I was the butt of the joke for years. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, really. Could never th- get past that one. I think she wins this week. <laughs> oh, for sure.
0: Yeah. God. Can you imagine... Either no. her ass is nice and tight, which it probably is, and then butting into the thing on top of it. God Man.
1: really being the butt of the jokes. Literally butthole. the butt of the joke.
0: All you of made this. a perfectly round butthole. Yeah, I don't know. It's there's just so much butt. I don't I there's so many ways you can go with that. That's funny. I that know is funny. I love it.
1: Although that's so funny when the guy's just like, Well, I'm allergic to cat. We don't <laughs> serve cat here
0: dad god (laughs) yeah (laughs) there's so many ways that you can go with any of these awkward moments but they make me laugh anyway so yes uh katie you win with your butthole with your congratulations thirty thousand points i'd say that's epic good job you're never gonna live that one down your whole life yeah so speaking of our ugly moments i have decided that if you submit a ugly moment and we read it we're going to send you a little thank you gift, a little Avon thank you gift, because they actually have some really cool stuff and you guys need to see it. And so I'm going to send you a cute little goodie bag. Well, we are. Uh, so Katie, you will be our first recipient. I'm sending you a goodie bag. You'll love it. So if you want a goodie bag for submitting your awkward moments, if you want to be rewarded for your awkward Submit your your stories with an address and we will send you a
1: thank you for being awkward with us starting today. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's a wrap. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. I hope you had a great Mother's Day and you got everything you wanted. Jamie and I will elaborate on our Mother's Day next Sunday. Sure. And talk about uh, any gifts we got or any awkward moments we may have had mine's gonna be full of awkward moments i'm sure mine will be uh sad so <laughs> <laughs> all right friends well thanks for joining us and we will see you next time Bye. thanks for listening and sharing the show see you next time on the ugly truth